Welcome to New Destiny Christian Center's Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor David Verdecchio. If you'd like to find more information about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com. So as a corporate body, uh, we have a word for uh, this year. We have a word every year, but this year we're going to seriously focus on it. It was about uh, two months ago, I think, when I was praying, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say that the year of 2022 for New Destiny Christian Center is going to be a year of activation. So activation is the word, if you didn't catch that. In fact, we do have some magnets for you that you can put on your fridge and uh, give us three spots also for three goals. Because if you don't set a goal in 2022, you're going to be successful at meeting that goal. So um, I'm trusting that the Lord hasn't already given you a word. He will give you a word. Why is a word important? We know that the word, our words, they create worlds. Hebrews tells us that um, they framed their world by their words they spoke. If you believe that it's a year of activation, I doubt you're going to be very sedentary. Not if you're living the word. If uh, your word, let's say your word is uh, stewardship over your finances this year, you're probably not going to make as many Dunkin' Donut visits. They're like, Jesus even wants my donuts? <laughs> probably not the best for you. You know, it's probably not good to have a daily habit of it. He doesn't mind every now and then, I'm sure. Uh, but the point is, you wouldn't be wasting your money. If, you, if your word of the year was to be a wise steward of finances, right? So these, some of these things are common sense. And so uh, as I was praying and, and really wasn't even praying about the word of the Lord or any direction specifically, as I said, it was a couple months ago, the Spirit of the Lord said that the year of 2022 for New Destiny Christian Center will be a year of activation. It will be a year that the church gets outside of the in, uh, inside of the four walls and it will go out and it will be the church outside, not neglecting the assembly together, but necessary to come in to be refueled to go back out. Because God is not interested in a church full of to quote the Amy Grant song, now this is a song, do not take it personal. She had a famous song, Fat Little Baby. Sure did. Does anybody remember the Amy Grant song, You're Just a Fat Little Baby? Wah, wah, wah. I should have had them play it. The premise of the song is this, that as Christians, we come in and we get saved, and then we constantly just eat the word of the Lord, Sermon after sermon, Sunday school after Sunday school, Bible college class after Bible college class. And then we sit on our blessed, well, assurance. Thank you, brother. Y'all know you say that word. You don't even add blessed or chance to it, right? We sit and we do nothing. And so spiritually, we get bigger and bigger and bigger. According to the Spirit of the Lord, that is not this corporate body this year. And of course, we would never do anything without having an anchor scripture for that. And our anchor scripture is Mark 16, 15 through 18. And it says, and he said to them, this is when Jesus ascended, right? Right before he ascended, he said to the disciples, about 500 of them. This is what is commonly known as the Great Commission. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, even the cranky Wawa attendant. 
Even the aggressive people who say, I don't want to hear it, or there's no need for any more churches in the area. Preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. If they don't believe, they're condemned already. That's why the gospel, which means news too good to be true, the gospel good news, is we know how to get them out from under the condemnation. And when you understand your purpose of why you're being activated, because you've been commissioned with the good news to tell people who do not know, that's a great, great appointment from God. But you're not going to do it and be bored. Because Scripture says, and these signs will follow those who believe. And I feel some of you are so nauseated by this word of the Lord. I can't, I can't witness to anyone, Pastor. We're going to have corporate evangelistic meetings. I'm going to lead a few of them. We're all going to lead like five at the same time. We've got a bunch of stuff planned. And you can go with us and, and just be the support team. And then call 911 if, no, I'm just kidding. Some of you, like, I can feel like corporate nausea. I can't tell anybody. But we're going to give you an exciting challenge. I mean, how many of you, you would love, I'll just give it to you now, you would just love the ability to witness Jesus anywhere, anytime to anyone? The rest of you, I assume you already can do that? We'll have an altar call for liars at the end. You know, Revelation 22 ends with, and all liars shall have their, well, I won't finish it. We got to be real positive, right? It's the first day of the first service of the year. I mean, hell's still real in the hall in eternity, but you know. All right, I am going to give you something. Now, are you sure you want this? Because you will be accountable all your days once I tell you. Are you sure you want it or would you rather stay? All right, I'll tell you anyway because I don't want to be held accountable. (laughs) Do you know how to rid yourself of that intimidation, that fear, that nausea, that I can't witness anybody because I'm so afraid? Here's how you get rid of it. And I promise if this does not work, I will take you out to Outback and you can order anything you want. (laughs) Talking about food during the fast because we're fasting. Everybody's paying attention now, watery steak in their mouth. And if you, like, messed up on your fast, just jump back on, all right? Well, I quit on day two, got a cheeseburger, so it's over. No, there's still 19 days. It's okay. Just jump in. Here's how you get over it. Because the reason, my reason, your reason, the reason anybody does not witness is this. Our pride. We care more about what you think of me than I care about your eternity with him. So if you want to get delivered of pride, take a 21-day period and say, I'm going to die to pride. And if you will, everywhere you go in 21 days, witness to anyone and everyone you see, you will die. Over and over and over to self and to pride and to that emotion. Right, Doug? (laughs) I remember telling Doug this back in the day. You will die to what they think about you. And you will boldly share the gospel because after 21 days, you'll be dead to your pride. You'll just realize carrying the gospel of Christ, there's almost like a shame and a reproach with it because 
people don't want to hear about their eternal soul. Now, I, how many is bold enough to even try that? I don't want to create a bunch of liars, but if you ever want to get free of yourself, take 21 days anywhere, everywhere, witness to, about Jesus. You'll die to yourself. They're like, please give Pastor Dave the mic. <laughs> Saying all this with a smile. All right, so the year, of, the year of 2022 is a year of activation. Jesus said, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Now when you stand before him, he's going to say, hey, that crazy little pastor's wife of yours, I even told her how to tell you to get rid of yourself. So you're without excuse, right? No condemnation, but it is a commission. We've got to take responsibility or we will just be another church on the corner that cares about us four and no more. I mean, I'm glad all of you are saved, especially those that got saved, that you came in. I'm glad you're growing in Christ, but we've got to do something with it because they're already condemned and we've got to get them out from under their con condemnation. And here's the exciting part. You do not have to do it bored because it says, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. You press into Jesus, you'll get rid of your own. Free people, free people, amen? Get free, stay free in Jesus' name. You know, deliverance is for the desperate. Many people do not stay delivered because they just come up to be released from the pressure of the oppression. Then they go back and they continue to sin, and so they stay bound. I'll give the mic to him. Hold on, I'm just going to finish my part. We co-pastor. He's the lead pastor, which I'm excited about. He gets more judgment. These signs will follow those who believe. If these signs don't follow you, my question is, do you believe? In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Thank God Almighty, I have finished that book. It will be available at Avalanche. Praying in tongues is normal because it is. Amen. It says they will take up serpents. Now, John May, don't freak out. Let's talk about demons, right? And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So when you go with the commission, you go with power. You go with the authority of Jesus who authorizes you to use the power in his name. That if somebody's demonically oppressed, you can get them free from that. That if they have a sickness or disease, whether it's their mind or emotions or their body, you can lay hands on the sick and according to the word of the Lord to see them recover. So it will be a year of activation. It will be a year that you step out of even your own comfort zone and be who it is that God really sees that you are. There's going to be tremendous opportunity to do it, and we will get into more of that later. So we just, I just wanted to plant that in your spirit, activation. It is time for the church to be mobilized. I believe that we need to labor while it is yet day. As a ministry, we do many things. We have missions work that we're uh, very actively involved with in Africa. In fact, I think the Katangas just came back from there. I believe that there is uh, going to be a Bible school established in, uh, I always say the village wrong, Buni. In the village there, and so we're excited about that. Uh, we uh, preach weekly on the radio over in China, shortwave radio, and uh, there's some exciting news coming out there, even about the underground persecuted church. So we're all over that, that part of Asia, excited about that. But it's time that we begin to go after the lost in this area, even more so than we do. Now, we are a church of evangelism, there are outreaches here. 
We're constantly reaching out. But I'm talking about a corporate mobilization because what would it look like if all of a sudden 100 people showed up and you divided teams, five teams into 20s and you went to different areas and you just begin to bring the kingdom and share the gospel with people where they're at? People are hurting. This area wants the gospel or we wouldn't be planted here by the Spirit of the Lord. People don't know what you know. People want to be saved. In fact, I've been prophesying over the whole region. I say Delaware, Delaware Valley, surrounding Philadelphia area. Philadelphia, you want to be saved. You want to be born again. You want your sins forgiven. And, and just prophesying and openness over this region. And even during worship today, the Spirit of the Lord said, I would not have planted you here if there's not a harvest here. And so I believe they want to be saved. I believe that there will be spreading this year, that uh, we will go into even the city as light and darkness, different areas of where we're looking to go and to expand and see the spirit and the presence of God come and save. Because if you just save one person, if you got one person, you save them from an eternal damnation of hell. You save their eternal soul by the, by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ in their heart that responds to it. Uh, we have some exciting things going on. Um, I, the, the first of April, amen, we're going to have a tent. We're believing to get the tent on the front lawn. So don't worry if you're like, oh, it's a little crowded in here. No, we can get a tent and go outside. We own the grounds in Jesus' name, amen. And, and, and present the gospel, the hope of the gospel, and intercept the lives. And so that is the, the, the word of the Lord activation. You're going to be hearing it a lot. And if you're um, sitting on the sidelines, and man, we might, you know, get you up and get you moving in Jesus' name. Because the world needs you. You're going to reach people that I'm not going to reach. And God needs your reach, amen, because time is running out. If you were in the Bible prophecy uh, class today, you realize that all those biblical prophecies, what we're waiting on is the return of Jesus Christ for his church, for the continuation of those things. And uh, I, I like what he said to put it in perspective. If the rapture happened today, hopefully none of you would be still sitting here. That would be such a bummer. <laughs> wow. But if the rapture happened today, what did he say? In um, 2029 20, would be the Battle of Armageddon. That's how fast it wraps up. And so we're, every day we're living in a seven-year period until the end. And so if you don't know about Bible prophecy, come next week, and then we've got some notes we can give you. So that is my part of it, so here you go. Can't say that's going to be any better, but... So activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I did have something. Now, I did not know about this when the Holy Spirit spoke this to me. Uh, we've got something for you. If you can play that in the back. I did not know this was a thing um, when the Lord gave me this word, but so when you're a chicken, just Holy Spirit, activate. I mean, come on, she gave this on national TV. We got this NDCC. Are you excited about that word? You get to do something with God. It's very exciting. So activation is our word, and words are so important, okay? This isn't something we just thought, hey, let's just come up with a fun word that we can use for this year. It's something that God spoke. And when words come, what you're supposed to do with those words is do warfare with them. Yeah. 
Okay, last year, at the beginning of the year, we uh, uh, prayed and, and we had our um, leaders pray over us. And we got a word uh, from a prophet that we trust and that we know operates in the prophetic in a very bold way. And the prophecy that we got over our lives for NDCC, now this wasn't the word of the year for the church. This, this was a prophecy that came very early in the year. Uh, and I'm just now giving it to you. This was for last year, not for this year. Uh, but we got a prophecy basically that uh, NDCC was going to go through a very large storm. There was a, at the time, there was a video that was popular and it showed a giant ship uh, on, the, on the ocean in the middle of a hurricane. And the ship would go down and the water would spray and it was all those kinds of things. And, and our, prop, our word that we got over NDCC was that that's going to be NDCC for the year of 2021. And, and when we got that, you know, we were really believing for a powerful word, you know, when, when we had called, we are like, we're looking for the word of the Lord. We're looking for God to begin to move. And when that prophecy came, I remember we both, we both kind of were, were sitting there, and, and Lisa was in, in the room, and she was eavesdropping. But anyway, <laughs> we, we're sitting there, and we kind of looked at each other and went, well, praise the Lord. <laughs> But what did we do with the word? We didn't go out and tell anyone. We told Lisa, lips closed. That was a miracle. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But that's a side note. But anyway, but what did we do? We began to go into prayer. And literally through the year, we begin to pray, God, you can take this year and bring us through, Father, that you're going to... And what we did is we, we did warfare over that. I believe that in that time, many of the things that the devil had designed didn't ever happen. It was a rough year. There were some things, some things that you don't know about, you'll never know about, things that, that happened, but it was, it was a year that we took it. So this year, what we're saying, the word of the year for NDCC is activation. Now, activation is something that is so dynamic and powerful. If you'll begin to go into God and do your level of warfare with this word in your life. Okay, Our part of this is to place you in a position to be able to be effective. Your part of this is to activate the gifts of God in your life. I cannot lay my hand on your head, and we're going to pray for everybody here this morning when we're done because it's our, our first year service, but... I cannot lay my hands on your head and activate your gift. Can't do it. I could jump up and shout. I could snort and spit. But it will not cause you to do a blessed thing. Activation is about you activating that gift. It's kind of like having a bank account. And, and that bank account gets filled with a bunch of money. Now, the money's not for you to consume. The money's for others. The money's to be able to help other people, right? It's kind of like having this big bank account with a bunch of money that's in there. What activation is, is it's having one of these. To where something happens and you can pull it out and use it. That when you run into somebody that's sick, that has a disease, that has terminal cancer, that you, you don't have to pet them on the shoulder and say, well, I'm so sorry to hear that. 
but that you can begin to go into God for that person and pray and see the healing power of God come into their lives. It's that when you run into people that are dealing with situations that are overwhelming in their lives, that you can begin to bring comfort to situations, that you can begin to, to reach out and to help people, that God wants us to move, you know, Delco is, you know, I, I said this, I think, a couple weeks ago. You know, I, I, I grew up, I was born and raised here. I was Delco before Delco was a thing. But uh, I used to have the accent. I lost most of it, I think. Did I? Do I still have some of it? I used to have it really bad. But anyway, you know, Delco is aggressive. Now, now, come on, I know most of you here live in Delaware County. Is Delaware County aggressive? Yes. Right? Most of the people here, even if you don't live in Delaware County now, you probably did at one time. Delaware County is an aggressive territory. It's a, it's a territory where, uh, uh, you know, they, 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 they're loud, sometimes obnoxious, aggressive. Come on now, I'm preaching to you. So why is it that the church of Jesus Christ thinks that we're going to win them by being a bunch of sad sacks that are afraid to open our mouths? How is it that we think that aggressive territories can be won by silence? That's why we're putting a tent out there on the front this year. We, we might do it a couple times. We haven't decided yet. We'll put the praise and worship team out there and turn them up. We're going to be aggressive and we're going to begin to move. That's, that's part of what our position is in activation. It's to try and put people in a position so that when they activate their gift that God can move. Some of you, you know what God wants you to do. You don't do it. And if you're like me, you say you don't do it and then you make a list of reasons why. Maybe it's pride, like Pastor Teresa was saying, in the area of witnessing people. Or maybe it's, oh, well, you know, if I was in a better position, or if I was this, or if I was that. It doesn't matter what any of those are. If God's given you a gift, it's up to you to begin to operate in it. And when you operate in it, it automatically begins to cause you to rise up. Okay. All right. So we're going to spend probably the first quarter of the year in different ways, in different things, talking about activation. Now, I, I took, and, and, you know, I forget what they call it, but where you take the, the letter, the word activation, you write it vertically, and you, the first letter, okay, whatever that's called. What's that called, Bart? You probably know. Acronym? All right, it's an acronym. So we're going to acronize. And like I said, we're going to go through these. I'm not, I'm not preaching on this this morning. I'm not really, you know, we're just going to hit it and then we're going to go out. But for the A is aspiration. You know, aspiration is something that's so important that we have in the things of God. If you don't aspire to be more than you are today, then you might as well just consider yourself to have one foot in the grave. There's something about aspiration, of making a decision that, I'm going to change. That I'm going to see some things happen this year that I've not seen happen. That I'm not going to make the same excuses that I made over the years, but I'm going to aspire to see God move at a different level in my life in 2022 than I've ever seen before. 
It doesn't matter if you've been saved for 10 minutes or 10 years. God wants to do something to cause us to be what we are not. But you have to desire to do it. You have to begin to get some of that aspiration in there. You, you have to begin to believe. And aspiration can help cause you, uh, it will help get you to begin to do the things that will get you where you need to go. That's why there's the three blanks on here. Because they're goals. They're goals. They're, they're things that you begin to set up and say, these are the three goals in my life, and then you can begin to work towards them. And see God to move. So you've got to have some aspiration. The C is commission. Here's the way it works. Some of you are called to be pastors. Some of you, I know you're called to be pastors, and you don't admit it. Some of you think you're called to be pastors and you're not. That's a whole different story. But anyway, here, here's, here's what I can promise you I will not do. I will not, just because I see the calling, bring you up, lay my hands on you, and commission you. I promise you I won't do that. Why won't I do that? Because it will destroy your life. But I will promise you this. If you activate the gift, and you begin to step into what God has called you to do, that's when the commissioning comes. So you're not not doing because you don't have the position. That's, is that the right English? You're not not doing. I don't know. But you are not not doing Because you're not doing. All right, I'll move on. I'm not supposed to preach, preach. The T, timing. Timing's critical. Timing has got to be one of the most important things that are overlooked in the things of God in the church. Timing. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. How many times did I miss God's timing and I missed God's blessing? How often did I miss God's timing and I missed opportunities that God lined up? We were talking to Apostle last night. We were talking about some of the different things that are happening in the ministry and here in, in China and different things that are going on. And we were saying, you know, it is absolutely fascinating in hindsight, to see how God lines things up that today can be used because of what we did before we knew it, but we did it when God said it was time. See, in your life, God will set things up for you to begin to step into, and if you don't do it, you can't say, I'll do it tomorrow. God's promises many times have timing. And so this year, one of the things that we're going to begin to focus on is timing. The timing of God. That when God says step, you step. The I. Initiative. You have to have some initiative. You have to push. What is initiative? It's you pushing. It's us as a body 
pushing. It's getting in there and saying, next year we're not going to be where we are today. So I'm going to take initiative and do something about it. I can, I can, you know, I can't, I just can't. I'll go too far. The vision. Vision. What's your vision? What do you see? You know, so often the Church of Jesus Christ in general walks around like a bunch of blind people. I'll do it when I bump into it. tripping over the things of God and hoping that somehow he's going to move. Vision is when you begin to say, God, what do you have? And you begin to see where you need to be in the future. Vision. Some of you are, some of you are supposed to be homeowners this year. Some of you are supposed to buy a home this year. I, I just felt that by the, I'm telling you, that's God. Some of you are supposed to buy a house this year. But let me help you with something. If you don't have the vision for it, You'll never save a blessed penny, and you'll just hope that somehow it'll happen all on its own. But if you have a vision, you'll stop spending that at five bucks at Starbucks. You'll start putting it in a bank account and say, I got this piggy bank, and that's, that's my house account. See, vision will cause you to change things in your life so that you can be in a position you need to be in to, th- to see them happen. That's what vision does. Vision causes you to begin to order your life and change your life in ways that make a difference. Some of you don't like the way your children are acting. Well, if you'll begin to change and have a vision for your family, you can see those children change. I always tell parents, if you don't like the way your children are, then look in the mirror because that's why they are the way that they are. I'm trying to behave. I got five more of these to go before we pray. A, action. Action. Activation is action. Activation is action. Action is, is, is the art of doing. Act, action. I'm trying to think of the right illustration. I don't want to. Uh, uh, hmm. No, I don't want to go there. Uh, just. <laughs> Dallas is in the military. I'll go. I'll go here. This is safe. You won't throw things at me. I'll wait a couple weeks till I preach on this one. Then you can throw stuff at me. Dallas is in the military, and he, he, he has had to learn. You know, it's kind of important when you're in the Army to learn how to shoot. You know, I'm glad that they teach people in the Army how to shoot. So when the Chinese come, oh, boy. You're a rough crowd today. You're a rough crowd. Okay. So, but, but I often ask Dallas, He's a pretty good shot from what I understand. Never seen him do it, but he at least says he is, so I believe him at his word. 
He keeps telling me I can hit a dime at 10,000 yards, and I think. <laughs> but I always ask him, how do you become a better shot? How do you become a better shot? You shoot. So what is it what God wants to activate in your life? We have to begin to step out. Pastor, I believe, I believe that God wants to use my hands. I can't tell you, and that's one of the things this year that I'm believing God for my life personally. I've gotten words over the years, and I've, I've, I've walked in it more in the past than I, than I probably do now, and that's, that's, that's this guy. And, uh, but, but is in the area of healing, and, and people have prophesied and told me that healing in my hands and those kind of things. Well, how, do you, how do you pray for people and get them healing, healed? You pray for them and believe God to heal them. So what is it that God wants to activate in your life? What is it that he wants to begin to do? I think of Michael when he began to, to have a desire to play the drums. He, he wasn't very good at the beginning. But what did he do? He played the drums. And when he would mess up, he would continue to play the drums. And when it was hard, he Play the drums. And when he got blisters on his little hands because he hadn't used them that way, he played the drums. Right? There's an action that always corresponds to activation. And so we're going to help with some of those things this year. And I can, I can preach on them. I can try to inspire you. But if you don't put one foot in front of the other, you'll remain right where you're at. T. Treasure. You know activation's a treasure? It's releasing a treasure that's buried inside of you. When you don't activate the gift of God in your life, someday you're going to die and that gift dies with you. Buried right in the ground with your cold bones. But when you activate the gift, I think of the prophet Elisha. Uh, Elisha that moved in the power of God and the anointing of God. That there came a point to where even when he was dead and he was buried, they took a, a young boy that had died and threw him in there, and boom, that kid came back to life because there was a, something that activated in his life that even carried on to his death. See, God wants you to begin to um, release the treasure that's in you. It's a treasure. Now, we love you all. You're all a treasure. If you never do another thing, we'll love you. But it's just sad. You know, they say that the richest place on planet Earth is the graveyard. Because all the treasures that lived inside of people that they never released are buried there with them. Release the treasure in your life. Release the treasure that God has I, innovative, innovation. Amen. We're going to do some things that are a little more innovative for NDCC. But you're going to have to run with them. You're going to have to, to get in there and allow innovation to happen in your life. Okay? Oh, order. Nothing good happens out of order. Nothing good happens out of order. Order is critical. Order is powerful. Order keeps everybody safe. 
and it releases the power of God. Okay, so order is going to be very important. So if you go off like a stick of dynamite out in the middle of the field, you'll go boom, but it won't do anything. Order is what's going to help us to begin to do and affect this territory and other territories around the world. And the end is new. New. We're believing for something new. Something new. New. Different. I had my share of old cars, but I've had a couple of new ones, and I like the new ones. The old ones were good. They were good old ones. I called them new because they were new to me. But there's something about new. God wants to do some new things at NDCC. That doesn't mean that the things we've done in the past weren't good. What new thing does God want to do in your life? God breathes new all the time. God breathes new all the time. When I read the New Testament, I see all the time they were stepping out and doing things they'd never been done for. They decided to, you know, Paul's up there, he had a particularly anointed day, and, and somebody said, hey, I got an idea. I think I said this last week. Let's cut up his shirt and send it out to people. God never told them to do that. They tried something new, and what happened? People got healed. They're walking along, going to church one day, and there's the beggar. Give me money. Give me money. I don't have any money. I don't have any money. Silver and gold have I not, but such as I have, give I unto thee. Grabbed him by the hand and yanked him up. That was new. But it was powerful. What new thing does God want to do in your life? What new thing does God want to begin to produce and use you in? See, innovation. 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 Why am I hitting it on so much? Because if, if you pray, if you begin to say, God, innovation, er, Activation. See, I got it all mixed up. Activation. God, activate this guy. I'm praying it this year. I need a season of activation. There are things God's called me to do I haven't even stepped into yet. Lots and lots of things. I'm saying, God, activate me. I'm going to make this year where I go through all these words in this acronym. And I allow God to begin to move in my life. If you'll do it in your life, You'll look back at the end of 2022 and go, oh, praise you, Jesus. I did what I never thought was possible because I activated the gifts of God. Thank you for listening to this message by Pastor David Verdecchio of New Destiny Christian Center. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com.